Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today we are talking about the sports heartstring puller classic uh, vehicle. Oh, I missed a bunch of what you said. Oh, uh, sorry. Movie. That's not your fault. It was, uh, it was, there was like a glitch in the matrix. Okay. Uh, today we're talking about Rudy, 1993. All right. With Cutie Patootie, Sean Astin, Samwise, as, as I like to call him. Perfect. All right. For sure. And we always like to tell everybody who's listening in. Uh, Jared, is that the sound of you typing? No, I was just moving to my chair. Okay. There's like clicking happening. I hear that too. My heart burns there too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. Oh, it stopped. Yeah, so whatever. Yeah, we're good. Uh, sorry, if we've okay, not sorry. seen this movie, if you've not seen the movie, Rudy, please take this and make it the reason that you go and find it and do so. It's currently streaming on Amazon, right? Amazon Prime, I think, is where we... Yeah, or, or Peacock. Yeah. If you... Uh, watch it, like, I was having Amazon problems, so I ended up watching it on Peacock. So. Amazon problems. It's like a... New, <laughs> like, first world problems. Uh, <laughs> you can go find it and watch it there. Please come back and join us for the conversation. We'll give you a few seconds to go uh, to pause the podcast, go find it and stop and watch the movie. <laughs> And you're back. All right. Now you've done it. We've all seen the movie. We're here to discuss it. And thank God we're not here alone, Mandy, to just discuss this by ourselves. Because True. we certainly just argue about this movie. And today, <laughs> we are very excited to have a returning guest, a show contributor, a theme song writer, extraordinary <laughs> comedian from Kalamazoo. Please welcome Jared Hibbs, everybody. Hi, guys. How are you? Yay! Well, this would be a great opportunity for me to do one of the drops. Whoops. One of the drops that I pulled. Wait a second. Why are you so tiny? There you are. <laughs> All right, here we go. And we'll just, Jared. We just need the cadence. We need oh, Jared. We, we can't hear the clips. What? Uh-uh. We had this problem last time, too. Do you remember? I do remember, but I thought we fixed it. Well, we fixed it before we started recording, so this should be weird. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool, though. I, yeah. I can chant. I can chant Jared if you want. Yeah. Well, hold on. Yeah. I mean, I do have my own theme song. It's just not my business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna need to figure out how to get this to your ear holes. <laughs> while um while Matt is figuring that out. Just to get it out of the way, because obviously this movie is amazing and um, it's based on a true story. Do you want me to uh, do you want me to to read a little bit about the real Rudy Rudiger? Yeah. Tell us what actually happened. Instead of this OK. <laughs> OK. So uh, um, 92. He says 92 percent of what's in the movie is true. Okay, um, Ru- Rudy Rudiger was third of 14 children, which holy shit. Um, his da- his dad was a minor in Illinois. After high school, um, Rudy enlisted in the United States Navy in 1968. He served two tours at sea during Vietnam War. Um, though it's not mentioned in the movie, I, it's represented by the fact that he carries around that military duffel going back and forth. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when he came back, he used his GI Bill to enroll at Holy Cross in 1972. <clears throat> and he learned that if he got all A's, he could transfer to Notre Dame after four semesters. And that's what he did. Um, he was officially diagnosed with dyslexia. He, uh, um, 
And then he studied to improve his grades and worked as a groundskeeper at the Notre Dame campus. So that was all true. Um, and he did, he did sleep in a spare room that was in the basketball arena. So that's kind of true. Um, and he continued as he continuously applied to get in after three disheartening rejections, he was accepted in 1974 and became a Notre Dame man. He was five, six and weighed 165 pounds when he made it on the scout team, which is just so freaking small. I don't even think fella. he's just a little fella. Um, and then, uh, I don't know how to say the coach's name, Parsegian, um, had promised Rudiger that the, he'd have the opportunity to play on the field. And then he did resign in 74. His replacement um, actually wasn't like a villain at all. He had always planned on, um, on letting him play. And, and so on November 8th, 1975, uh, when Notre Dame played Georgia Tech, um, he let him play. Let's see here. It was the first and last time he would ever step out onto the field during an official game. At first, mm-hmm. Rudy failed to tackle the quarterback, Rudy Allen, um, and then rammed him into the ground during the very final play. The crowd roared as Rudiger's teammates carried him off the field on their shoulders. Um, not only had his dreams been realized, but he'd also become a Notre Dame legend. Hollywood took notice. Um yeah. And he actually is um, behind, he appears as one of the fans in the movie. He sits right behind um, Ned, what's his face? Um, his dad. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Ned Beatty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me try. So this sorry. That was long. <laughs> no, 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 now we know what really happened. Then we can discuss what happened in the movie. Uh, hold on <laughs> one second. Well, and according to the real Rudy, um, the character Fortune, the guy that the maintenance guy that's played by Charles S. Dutton, um, he, he was a combination of three people that helped him realize his dream and the real, there was a real D Bob and he plays the bartender in the movie, which is pretty cool. I was sitting there, I was watching, uh, Charles S. Dutton and I forgot it was him and I was expecting it to be, uh, Forrest Whitaker. So <laughs> a little bit, of, I was like, why is his eye fucked up? Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I did you ever watch? Up. Did you ever watch the show um, Rock or whatever when oh, he yeah. was the garbage man? That was a great show. I watched that show. Okay. I love that show. All right, we've got one. Um, more, so, Jared, one how chance. long had it been since you'd seen this movie? Shit, well over twenty years. Nice. Oh yeah. I have no right. idea. I gotta try this one more time, guys. So sorry. All right, we're back. We've got it fixed. Everything's up and running. I think we're gonna start from here. Let's stop yelling, Rudy. Okay. And we're in. Where were we? What happened? We gave a quick rundown of the reel because we. I was like, "What else are we gonna do at this yeah, point?" Right. So, um, so now we can have like normal conversation and normal games and all that good stuff. So, how many did that chanting really happen? Oh, what's that? That chanting did not really happen. No. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, did we have we done uh, based on a true story movie yet? Like, what have we done that was like reality based? Because this is. It's weird to watch this because back then, right? Say back when I watched this, the, oh, we'd never talked about that. But uh, back when I watched this the first time, I would just have been convinced that this is how it is. Like, I would have never thought that a movie would like pull one over on you and be like, they like jazz it up for the screen. Yeah. When I was a kid, I just thought it's exact. This is history. Like we're watching this as it's happened or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, this movie, it seems pretty true to a lot of the stuff. Yeah. I've definitely um, heard worse like movies that are like, yeah, none of this was a thing. Like this is literally based on, but then yeah, nothing. Fucking the movie, a perfect storm. 
the one with um like george clooney yeah yeah like i I had no idea the boat sinks at the end and i'm like this is such bullshit the entire movie is like completely fabricated but it's based on a true story whatever i guess titanic is kind of the same way too (laughs) bits and pieces of things yeah that's a movie that was sort of based on reality the movie Uh, that's strangers strangers yeah Yeah. which is it was never based on a true story it was based on like a dream someone had but anyhow we're talking about uh, this movie, and we're talking about it with Jared Hibbs. And Jared, we always ask all of our guests before we get started, and before usually before we have a terrible technical disaster, <laughs> uh, how long had it been since you watched this movie before we forced you to watch it for the podcast? Shit, and, uh, at least 20 years. 20 years? The last time I watched it. I've seen, like, I think I've seen it once, and this is the second time I watched it, maybe. Okay. Really? This wasn't like yeah. a big one for you cuz this when you ask people like what's your favorite like sports movie? Uh, this is like generally, I mean, I think we've asked that sure. Really like fi- over 50% say Rudy. So So nothing though. Just it's been a minute. So this is basically like a fresh watch for you, right? Where Yeah, it, it was. I remember when I was in high school reason and they talked about he was going to be there as a presenter talking or some horse shit mm-hmm. like, this movie and i don't believe it but right. like is he a real piece of shit in real life and he is a motivational speaker in real life nice. no he's not bad relationships and or anything he is actually i mean they said that he had no talent um in the movie but he actually was like a really really good tackler like he had like the the record for his high school for tackles and he could get around everybody probably because of his size. Sure. So, and he had to have the yeah. speed on most of them too. I mean, just a, a little fellow with a lot of power that can get real quick, you know, right. speed, what, what position did he play? Um, he was, Oh, in, I'm, I'm pretty he, sure he was a football player. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to say he was something center. I don't know what, um, what he was. I'm really bad at football positions. Yeah, he was tiny for a lineman. Holy shit. Five, six, like a, maybe a yeah. linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. Five, six, 165 pounds, which I legit just described how big I was in like fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a linebacker? <laughs> I could have been. Mr. Pestle of the varsity team was our health coach and we had to measure how broad our shoulders were in health class. And he was like, Dang girl, do you play you want to play on my football team? And I was like, oh, that's exactly what a 14-year-old girl wants to hear from the whole class. We should also mention, at least for Mandy, and I guess I should only speak for myself. If you are here listening to this podcast in order to get like an in-depth report on like actual sports things or like football in general, that ain't coming from me, I should say. Uh, I am not into sports. That's why. So for this movie, for me, it's been, I mean, I've seen it before. I had seen it before. uh, But I think it was mostly just because it was like an underdog story of hope. It had nothing to do with the fact that it was sports related. Um, And then like, I remember the second time I watched this through for pulling the clips, I legit was like, oh, cool. Here's some sports that I can just fast forward through to get to the other part of dialogue. (laughs) Because I'm like, this movie is two hours long, right? So it's got a lot. Very long. It's got a lot in there. But I mean, it does tell a fairly in-depth story of this guy's mm-hmm. like whole process, how he got involved with the team and before he was even allowed to be there. And then like, uh, you know, tried to do whatever he could to essentially just impress his dad and brothers, I guess. Like that was the whole vibe for me. It When I was a kid watching this, I was like, yeah, he's trying to overcome all odds and be like the best he can be. But as an adult, I'm looking at this going like, dad like just fucking give your kid a hug 
and tell him he doesn't have to be on the fucking football team in order for you to look him in the eyes. Like that's what it, it felt like for me. For sure. I think that, and, and we are all parents of young kids and it's so, I'm so glad that this is not how it is anymore, especially between dads and their children. Sure. But in reality, he had 14. It was like you, you, it's like in the Horton Hears a Who, you each get like 30 seconds of dad's time yeah. per day. And Rudy just, yeah. It's crazy. Whatever. I'm, I'm pushing my daughter hard as shit in the football. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I um I've been watching um rewatching all the Friday Night Lights and getting excited for high school football. So I'm kind of I'm kind of there too. We can hear it on our so where we live in town here, we can sit on our back porch and we can hear the announcements from the um the high school soccer or the high school football field right behind us. So it's kind of neat to sit out there and not have to deal with any of the actual stuff, but still get to feel like included. Like because you can hear him when he's like. And he takes it to the 10 at the five. <laughs> Everybody just erupts in our backyard, essentially. And I'm like, this is the greatest day of our lives. Like we're, uh, we're like drinking to it. We're like, yeah, yeah. you go boy. Whatever team you're on, we don't know who's winning or what's happening, but it's a lot of fun. And, you, and can you hear the band really well too? Yeah, I love the marching band. It's so that... like, Lindsay <laughs> will legit be like, these children are, are practicing too much. Like not even like getting annoyed by it, but like for their own well-being. It'll be, we'll just, it'll be like a Wednesday afternoon and all of a sudden we just hear doom, doom, digga, 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 doom, digga, digga, for like 17 hours in a row. It's just like, stop guys. It's a fucking drum line. Like you're not, you're in, you're in Hastings. All right. You're not going right. anywhere. Like this is, this is where you're going to end up. You're going to be the sweetest drummer in Hastings is what you're going to be. Um, yeah. So we get to uh, experience it uh, sort of in lieu of actually it being at an event, which is fun for us. I um I haven't watched this movie in at least 13 years because that's how long Mark and I have been together and he's never seen it. Okay. Um, but I had this recorded off of like HBO or something as a kid on VHS, and I watched this movie. I've probably seen it like 40 times. I loved this movie, and I would fast forward through like the a lot of the slow parts. Sure. But and I didn't really comprehend as much. I don't think as I did this time around. Like the whole parent yeah, thing, yeah. like. Yeah, and I fucking hate his brother. I hate Frank. All of them. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys find, uh, so talking about pushing your child into doing something, do you guys find that it's successful when that happens? Because I get pushed back. My daughter, who is 10, if if she's good at something, I jump right on. I'm like, dude, let's do this. We're going to buy you all of the equipment to do it, any of the things you need for it. Like, let's make this happen. And then as soon as I put that, like, effort into it, She's like, nah, never mind. I'll do something different. And I'm like, fuck, I got to just let, like, just hang back <laughs> and let something stick for a while and then jump on, like, full on board. Yeah, legit. That's, like, basically what happens when I buy Christmas presents to her. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, you better fucking get into it because Santa's bringing that shit on Christmas. <laughs> get into it. Time to get back into it. Yeah, sure. Um, how old is Eleanor? Uh, okay does she do like dance or anything like does she do any organized no, activities no, nothing like that we've we mentioned soccer to her a couple times because like on the way home from daycare she'll see the kids playing in the soccer field and, and go hey you want to play soccer and some days she'll say yes and some days she'll say no <laughs> when when it's raining or when it's really hot she's like fuck that uh lexi played soccer for uh like 
uh, a one like season. I don't even know how long a season is, but she got hit in the face with a soccer ball twice. And then she's like, I'm done. I'm out. No, none for me. You hear that? Yeah. Yeah. I really want her to get into sports and not dance. Like, so like she's got a cousin that's big into dance and just quit uh-huh. playing soccer because she had. And like, I've been to little kids sports and I've been to little kids dance things and sports is so much more fun because I'm more on board with that. I don't give a shit about plies. So like, (laughs) I'm going to go waste my time watching these kids wearing short shorts dancing in front of old dudes. It's gross. Right. It's so, you're so right. And usually it's hot in there. Like they don't turn on the air conditioning and it's in like some school auditorium. Plies stop this, right? (laughs) Plies stop this. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but like but i do have to say that sports parents of very small children are fucking nuts yeah. like they are so crazy like they will get in like you know practice they'll like threaten on the other team yeah like, because they're so crazy on other people <laughs> i think it's because they were rudy and they didn't get to play like mm-hmm. exactly. they, they, yeah. were like, they never got their moment and they never got carried off the field so they're like fuck it we're <laughs> We're pouring all of this into the child. This is what's going to happen. That is so uh, funny for them, and they think they're doing them a favor. Like I don't know. <sighs> I, think, I don't think there's ever been like a sports dad or a sports mom that have been like, "We're going to fuck some shit up on purpose." They all think that they're doing like a a service to their child and their well being, mm-hmm. and it's just not. It's it's a form of mental illness, is what's happened. That's what people. It's become. always the best too when it's a parent that never actually played the sport. Yeah, but oh, yeah. Geez. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, for me, I just be like, you guys know what's best. You just do whatever you want to do, and, and I'll I'll be over here with a little pennant with my daughter's name on it, and that's all I need. <laughs> a little pin. Yeah, right. Yeah. I remember I remember when I was a kid, my mom got after a couple of those types of parents at a little league game because yeah. they were being dick dickheads about it. Like, yeah. chill out. It's not it's a timeless thing. It never will stop. I'm I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. All right. Well it's like at the at Rudy, like when they do the last like senior game in high school or whatever and they're all like well, this is gonna be the last time you're wearing stuff and then dudes are all crying. literally like, come on pussy do it <laughs> come on pussy i love i love people that are our age that are still like oh we i remember back when i was like wrestling and like they still revisit like the their high it. school yes and i'm like dude you are like 150 pounds overweight right now you you know like this is nothing like you can't keep referring to something that happened 25 yeah, got, years ago. Severe Uncle Fuck Rico, him. like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> throw, a, throw a football. Throw a varsity back. jacket. Yeah. Fucking the class of Justin's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still wearing the ring. Uh, yeah, that is it. so funny. Uh, let's throw some clips out here. We finally got him to work. I might as well throw yeah. some to the mix. Here we go. Uh, this is just Rudy as a child. Uh, we this is where we learn that he's. Very small and can't keep it up with the other children here that are playing. Okay, let's go. Ready, set, hot. Ready. Get him, Rudy. <laughs> Did they call him Rudy? Yeah. What a spaz. <laughs> I just love that it was the end. Like just- yeah, it's funny because they do call him Rudy, but the reason why he's called Rudy is because his last name is Rudiger. His real name's Daniel, so I'm guessing his brothers didn't call him Rudy. In real life. Right. Yeah, probably. It's just a football thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, then, um, we haven't. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna. We were talking about his dad pushing him into either football or like the mill or whatever, or like the the steel mm-hmm. mill. 
And uh, here's him just giving him the rundown of what his options are. And none of that is true, by the way. The I don't want to work there. Where else are you going to find a job for over five bucks an hour? You've got union protection. You've got relatives watching your front side and your back side. Where are you going to find such a thing, young man? You tell me that, and God be with you. But Dad, Pat Mulcairn's going there. What, what are you, you going to give me indigestion here? Yeah. All right, yeah. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> when I hear Ned Beatty talk, all I hear, all I can think of is him getting raped in the ass and squealing like a pig. And I believe, I believe that's what all of the uh, Hollywood producers think. <laughs> because I legit heard that that like ruined his career. Like that he was just sort of like, well, now that you've been this guy, you can't like, no one can unsee that when they see you on screen type of thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think he's, uh, he kind of. He's, he's in two Superman movies. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine the career. I don't. I feel like he was like on the upswing when he got Deliverance, and then everything just kind of was like, "Ooh, okay, so let's let this really for a while." I, like I bet people, yeah, I bet people like <laughs> like right after that were like very sympathetic to him as because they, him like, "Oh, you doing okay? Yeah, you know, right. yeah, you, you sure like, you should be eating that cheese right now? Yeah, you need a more you know? comfortable place to sit, whatever." <laughs> 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 we also got um uh here's a clip of father kavanaugh this is when uh oh. decides to get into the um it, the, like the catholic uh what community college or whatever yes father kavanaugh is played by robert prosky mm -hmm. who was also in mrs doubtfire as mr lundy so yeah. and he died you know in 08 so rips to lundy we get yeah. to bring it back <laughs> rips, rips to, to lundy rips to ned Beatty too yeah yeah rips to kavanaugh now on the summer yeah Not easy. Well, rips to lundy's too funny rips to lundy yeah. <laughs> rips to lundy <laughs> here he is talking okay mr rudy here's a deal Holy Cross Junior College is nearby. I can get you one semester there. You make grades, you get another semester. Then maybe with a high enough GPA, you might have a chance of getting into Notre Dame. That's it. <laughs> I think that's really impressive as someone who, in real life, went to fucking war and then, you know, came back and wasn't like born on the 4th of July, like, like all PTSD'd out and like actually, you know, made the effort to go to college and get on the team. It's pretty inspirational, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was not expecting these. I was it's, not really, it's really cool being I'm in fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> I uh, was not expecting this to be as inspirational as it was uh, for me. <laughs> Toward the end, I was like, I was really feeling it. I, I shed a tear at the end when they brought him out. Oh, so. I know. I always cry when Pete dies. And then I, I cry when he gets in to Notre Dame. And then I always ball at the end. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see it. Uh, so we were talking earlier, uh, Garrett, about confusing uh, Charles Hutton with... Um, <laughs> Lawrence Whitaker. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, yeah. <laughs> Since we haven't heard from him yet here, uh, this is... It's another one of those uh, integral characters in the film that's sort of the through line for everything. Uh, keeps our uh, sort of eyes on the prize. Like we realize uh, he's not only in trying to now impress his father, but he has also found this man that he's like mm -hmm. found a way to like work with him to get to his goals further. And it's just, he becomes like a father figure away from home for him. And here's this guy a little bit. Not supposed to be here. Hey, this place is really something else, huh? 
Hey, someday I'm going to come out of that tunnel and I'm going to run onto this field. Well, it ain't going to be this day. <laughs> this is very matter of fact. <laughs> what are you Why are you here? Get off my field. I love it. Uh, Mandy, did you want to do a rundown or a, like a who's We can. Or, yeah. Or, and then we or? should do our 10 word synopsis because I, I actually really like mine too. Nice. Like it's the first one I've liked in a really long time. Sure. Um, yeah. Sean Astin um, played uh, Daniel Rudy Rudiger. Um, John Favreau or whatever. I don't know how you say it. He oh, plays right. D-Bob. Yeah. Love him. I think that he is so hot. I, even in this movie when he's got like the slick side hair and he, it's just not working for him. He's so hot. <laughs> uh, Ned Beatty, again, rips in 2021. So this year he died. Uh, played the dad, Daniel. Charles S. Dutton played Fortune. Um, Lily Taylor played his girlfriend. Her name Sh- played Sherry. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. We did get um, a cameo from Vince Vaughn. This was his first film debut. I was so surprised when Vince Vaughn came onto this. And I was like expecting Vince Vaughn and John Favreau to be like buds the whole time. Yeah. And I'm like, they never. You guys are swingers? <laughs> they never interact. Well, this time. has. Like this has to be where they met and like formed their friendship and ended up coming up with that movie eventually. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. Oh, for sure. And then I young Pete and just uh, the only reason why I bring him up is because he was also in the ref. He played the kid in the ref. Oh. Um, he and he is not a good actor at all. <laughs> um, but that's seen him yeah. Too. Go ahead. Well, so did Pete really die? I don't think that there was a real Pete. Like he described that a lot of the characters are a combination of multiple people when he like tells interviews and stuff. Like the different characters are usually, I mean, he had 14 brothers and sisters, and but he never had a brother named Frank. So he might have had a brother named Pete that died, but he really wouldn't know. How <laughs> <laughs> so many kids running in and out of that house that they just weren't sure what was happening? Oh, that is so and they're Catholic, you know, that's just how it is. Yeah, yeah. Like they just used no. a plot device in the movie to give him the motivation to be like, the next day I'm going to go down and do like the Notre Dame thing, I guess, right? Like, yeah. See, well, I mean, there's there, that happens three times in this movie. One is Pete dies, right? And he's like, oh, I got to get my shit. And then he goes to Notre Dame or he goes to Holy Cross or whatever. And he's struggling because he doesn't do homework and he's just worried about practicing football. And then. He comes home and then Frank's checked up with his ex-girlfriend or whatever. And then that gives him motivation to finally get his shit together and start studying so he can pass his grades. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I was sad for him when when his brother walked in with that girl. I was like, oh no, not only is this happening, but also his brother. Like, yeah. And it is, it's interesting. Like the conversation that they have in front of the house when she's like, come look at this house, you know, we can totally afford this. She's like, I've put in my time, buddy. Like, in a way, I feel bad for her because, you know, she, this is like, basically, I'm sure what her mother has been telling her, like, you have to find a man and get married. And she like has loved this kid since he was like teeny, you know, well, he's always teeny tiny, but since he was young. (laughs) So I, but I'm just so glad that it's not like that anymore. Who works at the mill and that's all you ever have to do with your life. You just. You make 17 babies and you get married to a guy who works at the steel mill. Right. Exactly. How it is. uh, All right. uh, We talked about John Favreau. Let's hear from him for just a second. Maybe this will bring something back for some people here. You learn stenography or what? (laughs) Everything is Malvin's in the goddamn book. I do. I do love the goddamns. 
Yeah. Zitz and Laban, and it shouldn't be a problem. Zitz and Laban. All right. I'm not allowed to say goddamn no more. <laughs> I love it. He says it, and then she gives him the side eye, and then he says it again while explaining that he can't say right. it. Right. I, love, it. I love that he says it super loud inside of a Catholic school. Like, it's just no, you know. All right. So we are well off from our list of things to do, but one of those items on that list was a small activity that we do with all of our guests and it has a theme song that goes with it and today that theme song goes like this chop this chop this synopsis all right it is time to play chop this synopsis and uh this is where we take the movie uh rudy and we micro encapsulate it we condense it down to 10 words or less to try to describe the entire movie so uh we've given that task to all of us today and if somebody would like to go first that would be great uh i could go first if we like sure go for it all right here we go Mine is boy tries to impress father while clinging to unlikely dream. Oh, Rudy. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <right>. Rudy. <laughs> um, I'll uh, go. Uh, okay. Football- oh, sorry. You can go ahead, Jared. Oh, go ahead. No, you're fine. Okay. Um, footballer ends up with big sack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you I liked that one. I was like, I have to end up like find a way to make big sack in there. Mike, my, my, uh, feed cut out toward the beginning of it. Can you do that one more time for us? Oh, I just fucking <laughs> deleted it. Are you kidding oh, me right no. now? Hold okay. on. We got. The, I got uh, Now I got to click all of the. Okay, footballer with small body there it is. ends up with big sack. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I missed the small body part, and I was like, everything else works. I just wondered what that was, but yeah, very good, very good. And Jared. Words or less. Watch a dummy wind his dreams into fruition. Yes. Vision board kind of a movie. <laughs> Build it into oh, existence. Can you help me do this? Because I don't really want to try this hard. I got practice. <laughs> Come on, man. Yes, sir. All right. Very good. Very good. That's the 10 words or less. I'd watch all of those movies, to be honest with you. I'd watch them. <laughs> all right. Um, Jared, uh, this is a sports movie, right? We've all kind of yeah. uh, decided that. What is? Uh, do you have a favorite sports movie? Like, do you have a go-to? A favorite sports movie? I don't know. Um, if I had Major League, I guess I'd have to pick. Or Happy Gilmore. Yeah, that's a good one. Sure. Oh, those are both great. People forget like Happy Gilmore exists, or like that Caddyshack is kind of a sports movie, or oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. But any, uh, Mandy, what do you got? What's your favorite sports movie? I think we talked about this briefly, but yeah. Yeah, well, um, it's The Program, the movie, The Program. I haven't watched it in years, but I love I wonder if it that movie. Up. Oh God, probably not. And I'm afraid to watch it because it would make me sad if it didn't. I'm sure the acting is like total shit. They say don't meet your heroes because. <laughs> I really hope, like, I was really hoping like this one, this one, and then you have some cool Lancey comic come do the program. <laughs> no but we did choose rudy like specifically because football's coming out it's just kind of like it's a feeling like football i feel like represents like a renewal sure. well it's he falls fall. here well yeah yeah it's, it's always like the fall time and and yeah and i, I would like, on occasion go to our like high school football games but i would never go to watch the game it was always more of just the experience of sort of being around while it uh while it was happening so but yeah, it's kind of a, it's got a vibe to it. I don't mind sports as much. I had my uh, first my first French kiss was under the bleachers at a football game. 
Was it a home game or an away game? <laughs> it was it was a home game. <laughs> and uh it was really bad. Like I was really was bad at it. He goes to a different school. It was like a I home just game. Oh, I just literally kissed like opened my mouth and like stuck it over his mouth and didn't do anything with my tongue. It was just it was horrendous. It was I mean, he broke up with me right after that. He was like I can't deal with this nastiness right here. <laughs> That's funny. Uh no, college ball started this weekend and actually since we we brought it up, Notre Dame was playing Florida State last night, which is Florida State's in the program. And I watched that game, and Notre Dame almost fucking blew it. And I was like, please blow it, because I fucking hate you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like they're very polarizing. I don't understand what it is about college sports, especially for, like, people who are unaffiliated with them altogether. Like, that I just – they didn't go to that college. They're just big Notre Dame fans forever or whatever. And it's just – it's weird to me. I don't know why people latch on without having any other. I, I feel like it's the same way you like select your car insurance is just whatever your parents had. So, <laughs> whatever, whatever team they rooted for, you either rooted for that team or its immediate rival. Like you were like, basically, fuck it, dad. I'm going to vote for the opposite team or whatever. And that's just kind of how it lands, I suppose. But. No, Matt, that's exactly how it goes. Well, good. I think so. I, yeah. I stand sports more than I thought I did. I mean, honestly, if that wasn't the case, there would be no Lions fans. <laughs> yes. Right. Like, when I was a kid, like, I didn't have any direction from my parents as far as teams to root for or anything like that. So when I was a kid, I was a big Packers. 90s, yeah. Right? yeah. Yes. Well, now, now that I am aware and a little bit more wiser, like, I'm a Detroit Detroit fan through and through Detroit versus everybody but that was that was all on my own accord I didn't have anybody directing me for that yeah that's just where I'm from you're a glutton for punishment <laughs> for <sure>. yeah <laughs> uh okay let's right. do another clip uh here Jared is... did did you have a standout performance like was there somebody that you thought did a um I mean Sean Aston was fine uh <laughs> sure but I, I just I did not I don't like this movie. Aww. Uh, I was watching it and I was like, this this fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> all right. You don't really got to be into this sort of thing. Like it's definitely a dramatic uh, retelling of, of probably a fairly simple. I don't know. I just feel like this movie could have been done in less than two hours. <laughs> like um, a little. They go the whole war angle if he was in right. war. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that would have been worth I completely agree with you. Yeah, that whole thing was very strange. We just fixed the movie right there. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Rewrites. Here we go. I bet that would have been really expensive, though, if they would have, if they had to like film him in the military. That was probably not. Yeah, sure. that probably couldn't happen. I agree. Is an amazing actor. I love him so much in Lord of the Rings. He's just he evokes like so much emotion from me, and in this movie in particular, I feel like he makes Rudy super likable because you have to want him to win otherwise or to even be able to play otherwise this just the whole movie would suck so it always sucks anyways not a fan but that's fine (laughs) all right uh let's do another clip here this is a top quality education you got your head so far up your ass about that damn football team you don't get the fact. You just got one year of top quality education. Right. Waste. Right. Don't be wasting my time. All right, sure. I love him too. He was, <laughs> yeah. and I love how he smirks and enjoys 
him when he goes into the locker room. Like, it's obvious, like, hey, we got work to do. But at the same time, he's like, it's inspiring his wanting to be a dreamer. And like, yeah, you know, but I'm also like that professor where he's like dreamers dream big, but they don't do anything. Like, I actually truly feel that way. Like, you know, like all of the hillbilly white kids in our school that are still us you know like i don't that's kind of the way i feel about that yeah uh all right let's do uh so we had a a facebook question of the day and i'm gonna go ahead and hit that guys uh that with you guys now uh, and then we'll get the audience responses to that after the break but in the meantime uh, i had asked what is so uh, this obviously puts a little uh, a bit of a bent on my opinion of this movie right off the bat, but I was like, Hey, uh, what is the stupidest thing you've ever done to impress someone? Uh, you know, for instance, like joining Notre Dame's football team to get the shit kicked out of you to play uh, one game just so your dad can give you a hug. Right. Uh, something like that. You know, like what, what's something weird that happened to you is, or do you know of anything or have you done anything real stupid just under the guise of just impressing another person? You guys have I, I actually answered that question on on the on oh, Facebook. On the Facebook. Yeah. Um one time like I worked with a lady that I told her she liked my sweater and for some reason I was 20. I lied and said my grandma made it. Oh, <laughs> no. And and then it was and then I hung it on the back of my chair and now <laughs> <laughs> So it was, I don't know why I lied. It was so stupid. And I, this woman did not like me. And I don't know why, I, like, it was the first thing out of my mouth. Like, thanks, my grandma made it. <laughs> and, and she didn't. So yeah, that was pretty stupid. And I totally got caught. <laughs> was, yeah, can you make me, a, can you ever make me one? That's uh, yeah. <laughs> It was so stupid. I'm so embarrassed. I don't, I don't know what I was doing. So nice, nice. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember anything I was doing that was like, I mean, pretty much everything I do is incredibly embarrassing and I don't care. That's why nothing ever bothers me. But uh, I remember one time my wife, while we were still dating, we were on a, uh, we were at a park and there was like one of those like rails that you can like walk down or like uh, ride a skateboard across or whatever, you know, like just like a, a wooden plank sort of on its side. And she goes, Hey, do you think I can walk all the way down this on one foot, like jump? on one foot and walk the whole length of the board, basically. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't think you can. And you should not do that. And she goes, really? And took one jump step and then immediately fell on the board on the side of her leg and had one of the largest bruises I've ever seen on a human person that didn't like break a bone uh, <laughs> for day, like for weeks after that happened. And I was like, God damn it. I told you. <laughs> Like I could see it happening before it happened, and it I totally did. So. I love that she wanted to impress you that much, and that she thought that that's what it would take. It was just like one of those hold my beer moments. It was like, <laughs> let me see if I can do this weird ass feat of strength that no one put me up to. At, at that point, did she realize how little you cared about athletic ability in people? <laughs> I was like, I guess. Like I don't even care if you can. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, that was my my closest thing to that, really. I mean, I've done some stupid shit for sure, but I mean, it's never really to have been in, to impress anybody, I guess. Um, Jared, did you think of anything? I, I I don't have anything like specific that it was like trying to impress somebody. Like, I tried adopting. I adopted a cat. My friend tried getting laid once. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
when I was in third grade, I was swinging super high on the swings, and I was going to jump out to try and press in the fourth grader, and then I panicked and grabbed the chain and swung like Tarzan. Nice. Oh, we got a mic. We had the, the mic shut off because there's little baby. Hi. I love it. She found her last fruit roll up. She's pretty stoked about Heck it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's the best. Like that's like the equivalent of a of an adult finding money in their pocket. <laughs> it's the, the best and worst thing. Cause like, yeah, you got it, but it's also the last one. So <laughs> that's true. I'll tell you guys, fruits fruit roll ups still slap. So it's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> looking for a sweet snack there we go we got this yes gushers like uh, that's a definite did we talk to you mandy about your favorite standout performance um mine w- would probably be fortune the um yeah i mean there weren't a lot of there weren't a lot of people in general yeah um i i feel like everyone did a really good job as i mean other than the the little brothers i thought they all sucked sure. shit as actors um i think that ned Beatty is great um, he played a, a douchebag pretty well. With Ned Beatty being like, yeah, I don't believe you're on the team because I can't see you on TV. Like, that was so frustrating for me. But I'm like, how could you have your son get on the, the practice squad, like, to assist the people who you've propelled up to, like, God level and not be, like, mildly impressed at him for at least right. being, like, getting to associate with those same people? And then he's like, man, I'll believe it when I seize it. And then like, they had to like bring him down to the field. <clears throat> oh, and how pissed were you when him and Frank were fighting and he yelled at Rudy and then told Frank, good. Like, Frank, good. Like, when they were fighting in the bar, remember? And he's like, kick him out, Marianne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I just, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not a fan of this entire family. <laughs> uh, I'm glad he got out of the family is basically like, you just go out and do better things. I don't know if this like led to him being like, does he go to like con, like, like Comic-Con type situation, not, but like sports stuff. Like, I mean, I I'm assuming. I'm like sign weird, like photographs of himself. And he just kind of turned it into a career of being Rudy. Well, it's kind of like when we met the real Rain Man, remember? He came to our school. I mean, it's kind of like that. I'm guessing he does, like, you know, inspirational talks. And, like, you you know, if you put... Motivational speaker thing. Yeah. 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 So, you know, he goes to different places and is like, if you, you know, if you believe it, you can achieve it or something stupid, you know? Words and magic. That's all we need. (laughs) All right. So we are getting ready to hit the end of the first half of this program, but that just means we break for a commercial. And we need you guys to support uh, this item that's being commercialized. I don't know what that means. Uh, Just go (laughs) do whatever this commercial says for you to do. We will be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody. It's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Free episodes every Monday and Thursday. Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. Thanks. And we're back. All right. Thank you guys so much for going and doing whatever that ad told you to do. It's just Stu's podcast. It's the Elemental Podcast. Make sure you go listen. Sign up for it. Join the Patreon. He only has six listeners. He needs everyone uh, to, to participate. So go go find that and help out Stu because he helps us out as well. All right. We are back, and that means uh, it's time to cover uh, a couple of things. We're going to cover the Facebook question 
of the day. We're going to get the responses from our adoring fans and <laughs> listeners. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. It said, well, we only got like three responses. So it says here uh, we have Mr. Stu McAllister who replied with skydiving was the stupidest thing he ever did to impress someone. If you've never <laughs> seen Stu's act before, he has a huge like five minute bit on this skydiving that he attempted to do to impress a lady. Uh, and it did not turn out as well as he'd hoped. But yeah, so that's that's exciting. Stu uh, went skydiving for that. Uh, listener Stacy says, not me, but when we were kids, my mom kicked what she thought was a kickball barefoot uh, to show us how far she could kick it, but it was a bowling ball. <gasps> Yikers. That's way to... Oh impress. my gosh. Yeah, ouch. Sorry for... Someone, for sure, yeah. And then let's see. Do we have any directly on the Facebook one? Here we go. Ooh, this is must be Mandy's. Yes. Yeah. Mandy's. Let's see if there are any other comments as well. Sorry, guys. Let's see. One more comment. Oh, that was just me saying that we started recording at a different time. So, Mandy, you already covered this when you were 20. Lady work with. Yeah. Made a grandma sweater. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So that was that. That's the uh, Facebook question. Of the oh. day. If you want to participate in those, go like us on Facebook. You can participate in all of our Ooh. questions and we'll talk Ooh, about maybe... them on the podcast. Jared, did I... you think of one? Yeah, I remembered once. So, well before I met my wife, I um, went on a couple of dates with this chick I met online. And our second date that we went on, I was trying to impress her because I was it was before I was doing camp comedy and I was doing karaoke Uh-oh. pretty seriously. Okay. Seriously, <laughs> karaoke. Yeah. So it was like on a Wednesday afternoon. At like five o'clock, I'm like, hey, let's go to Airway and I'll do some karaoke for you. And that was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> I'm not, I'm what, do you singer. remember the Do you remember the song that you no, sang? What was your go-to? Uh, it probably would have been uh, Johnny Cash at oh, the time. Man, I was hoping for like Prince or something, just extra yeah. sexy, you know. <laughs> it, was, it was before <laughs> I started singing Tom Jones regularly. There you go. All right. <laughs> All right. I thought maybe you'd do a little R. Kelly, like bump yeah. and grind, you know, like letting her know, hey, this is the second date. Just this yeah. is what I'm expecting <laughs> on date three. You know, song, song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go. You got it. Whatever drops the pants. That's what we need. All right. Let's move along, shall we? We just talked about uh, Stu McAllister, and Stu has provided for us a theme song for our next segment. And the theme song was recorded live on the air while you, uh, was filling in for Mandy uh, some time ago. The theme song, it goes like this. Box office theme song! (laughs) Boom, live. Box office theme song. Mandy, take it away. All right. Sorry, Kebab. Just, um, I have a dog, Kebab. Um, And he he is new and he can fit through the cat door. So I'm pretty sure he's about to head head in. With D-Bob, you got a basement with Kebab. We're doing... (laughs) I'm pretty... I don't know what to do because I'm pretty sure he's about to go eat cat shit and there's I'm stuck here. So whatevs. Yeah. He's going he's going he's going to the poofet, is what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um I, I mean in a way it's kind of nice that I don't have to clean the cat boxes often, but <laughs> He also eats all of her cat food. So, and then she whines at us and it's annoying. Okay, sorry. Cat just died. Back, <laughs> back nice. to, Bob, yeah, and Kid Bob is just going to be like this giant obese, like nasty. Yeah. All right. So, Jared, how much do you think that the budget was for this movie back in 1993? This is an estimation, by the way. It was really difficult for me to find this information. 
Okay, so this is before Liar Liar. So we know that it's going to be pretty reasonable, right? Uh, 23 million. Okay, Matt? You know, I, I can't, I imagine most of the budget was spent either like whatever licensing for Notre Dame or just those on location shots. So I'm going to say this movie didn't cost much more than like 12 million. Oh my gosh, you hit it on the head. It's estimated at 12 million. Oh shit. Oh wow. Yeah. Which is so low for the for the length of the movie itself. And I'm guessing if it has like an uh, if it had a budget of 12 million, which is pretty low for this kind of a movie, um that's probably why one of a big reason why they didn't uh <clears throat> do the whole war stuff they probably yeah, couldn't that would have doubled its budget for sure no mm-hmm. honestly though jared i was more leaning toward your number and i only said my number to sort of like counteract you know, it might as well be a little off right i was <laughs> but i was definitely leaning more into the 20s so but yeah i bet vince vaughn made like 50 bucks before we get to the next part let's uh here's vince vaughn we haven't listened to him talk yet and this was my favorite part of his uh performance What's your problem? What's your problem? Last practice of the season, and this asshole thinks it's the Super Bowl. You just summed up your entire sorry career here in one sentence. If you had a tenth of the heart of Rutgers, you could have made All-American. I do love the coach. I think that the coach, and he does a good job of like acting, you know, like pretty pissed off. He does a good job of acting like like what a coach would act. I feel like. Sure. Um. All right, Jared. How much do you think that this movie has made roughly until today worldwide gross? But I say worldwide gross, but this was only released domestically. So that might help you a little bit. Hmm. I'm guessing no one else in the world gives a shit about Notre Dame. <laughs> no. Or, fo- or football, for that matter. Like American football. Uh, I'll go with Matt's number, 12 million. <laughs> you just made it. Okay. It made what it sold or what it cost. Uh, yeah. Let's Broke even. See. I feel like it made some money. Uh, I'd be curious to know. Well, I guess it'd probably be Titanic. What the the largest grossing movie based on a true story actually would be? Uh, Jurassic Park. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Avatar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's go thirty-two million dollars. Uh, twenty-two point eight million. Okay. Which I I thought that it would have made way more than that. So but you stuck with your number, Jared. You should have stuck. With your number. <laughs> well, if it's made twice its money, why the fuck didn't it make a sequel? sequel? Like, yeah. just... <laughs> Rudy, there's Rudy whining about his day job. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rudy Jr. It's all about his son who yeah. ends up having no athletic ability whatsoever and yell. doesn't make the team. Yeah, <laughs> falls into a vat of molten metal or something. And... <laughs> This um super inspirational. <laughs> this movie and I I have to say this movie was 69. It was number 69 nice. for 1993. Nice. Um number 10 was Free Willy, which was a huge one for me. So I and that's like probably the movie that I cried the hardest at as a kid. Podcast idea. Uh anyone who's yeah. looking for a podcast to do, just do the 69th movie from every year for like Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you would definitely be limited, though. Like, I mean, what movies just started being made in like the '30s, right? Yeah, so, you got- and nobody gives a shit about wh- what the the 69th movie was. Oh, they probably didn't even make 69 movies in like the '30s. <laughs> no, they made like three, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, number nine was Cliffhanger. Number eight was Aladdin. Uh, seven in the Line of Fire. 
six indecent proposal, five Mrs. Doubtfire, four uh, mm, Sleepless in Seattle. I know, right? Like that was a big year for him. He was yeah. in both these movies. Like he, but then he was probably like, I shouldn't, I just shouldn't have done Rudy because that one like didn't fucking do anything. Um, uh, the Firm was number three. The Fugitive was number two, and Jurassic Park was number one. So nice. All right. Uh, Mandy, did uh, you yes. notice uh, Coach Divine at the end of the movie? Who that was? Yes, he played um, from Major League, yeah. the gross, the pitcher that puts not on the ball. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't think of his name right off the top of my head in the movie. Yeah, I don't remember either. Yeah, he's been in uh, Major League. He was in Richie Rich. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, he plays a pretty good like douchebag. I feel like. Yeah, sure. And I don't know if you mentioned his like backstory during any of the other movies that we did about him. But he was like a real life army dude and he like quit the army to become an actor. He was like, fuck all that. He was like an army brat. All of his family was in the army. And then he was just like, I'm going to go be a stage actor. And then this was one of his first big movies. Well, he, I mean, he does a good job. I feel like, you know, and he, like he smirks at the end when Rudy doesn't like do something. And then, you know, then it's just kind of like in your face. (laughs) Nice. But in reality, the real coach divine always was planning on playing Rudy and he was a quit kebab. No, but knock my empty cans over. Nice. Um, <laughs> he's trying to get a, everything down here anyway. Um, so yeah, let's, he, uh, let's hear from one of the other, since we just mentioned a coach there real quick, I just want to, this is the, uh, the coach Warren tries uh, the tryout speech. This is before they go to the walk on tryouts. Yeah. I liked him too. Yeah. Let me tell it to you as clean as I can. We have 95 players here, so accomplished as athletes in high school, we gave them full scholarships to the best football program in the country. NCAA regulations allow us to dress just 60 for home games, which means at least 35 scholarship players are going to be watching the games from the stands. So if any of you has any fantasies about running out of that stadium tunnel with your gold helmet shining in the sun, you best leave them right here. Uh, two things about that. Uh, that would absolutely suck to be a football, a scholarship football player that got cut so Rudy could be on the team. Like, bummer for everyone. Uh, secondary, I didn't realize there was like a goddamn workshop paint studio behind the damn campus to spray paint all of the uh, gold helmets before every game, I guess. Like, that's a thing that happens. I mean, probably not anymore. It, it used to probably when there was like poor quality of football helmets, but now football helmets, I'm assuming like brain to brain on the field. There was probably a lot more paint shipping. Now it's now they kind of right. shy away from that, I guess. <laughs> now it's like a, it's like a resin, you know, like now it's like something that's set, like you can hit it, you know, a hundred times with a hammer and it probably won't do much to it. So right. yeah, that is crazy. All right. Uh, where were we? What did we do? We did the budget. We got the budget. We did. All right. Nice Gonna do job. some ages. Let's do that. Uh, let's play. Here we go. Let's play guess the age. All right. It's so time. It is time for us to play guess the age. Mandy, please take it away. And that was um, Brandon Alberta, who is was on our Mrs. Doubtfire with Rip Talande. That was probably that's probably one of my favorite like sayings that, that we've ever gotten out oh, of yeah. this. Yeah, if we it's had a merch, so great. if we had a merch, it would just, <laughs> another episode podcast rips to Lundy on it. it, was what it was. Although, like, you have to hear it in your English accent to make it have yeah, be worth I mean, anything. If you're wearing the shirt, you already know. You know, <laughs> that's true. 
<laughs> All right, Jared. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it's Rich the Lundy, and I can't think of the other ones because that's like the main one. But. Yeah, right. The, I know. The other catchphrase stuff that's grown from the show, for sure, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's just me um, greatest of all time over and over again because that's all. Yep. Yeah, and, and sure, 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 sure. No problem. Yeah. Sure. All right. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which we used to say together and when yeah. we were together. It's now we're good. not. Yeah. Yeah. Zoom, all right. Zoom has torn it from us. I know COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared, how old do you think Sean Aston was when he played Rudy in '93? Uh, twenty-two. Okay, Matt. Well, he was supposed to be around that age, wasn't he? Let's say twenty-five. He was twenty-two. Nice. Oh. And I absolutely love him. I I know I say this all the time, but I just think he is fantastic. He's also in Stranger Things, which is an amazing show. And um, when he plays the douchey brother in Fifty First Dates, <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so good. Oh, he's so good. Okay, and also, um, Toy Soldiers. Did you guys ever watch Toy Soldiers when you were growing up? Um, I must have yeah. seen it in passing, but yeah, no. The Was that before what, this one or after? Um, I don't. It has um, where the kids get taken over by Russia, you know, and it's like kind of like Wolverine, but or uh red dawn but like way better yeah um, no, but it's, it's the opposite right. production Toy, company's red dawn Toy <laughs> Soldiers, uh was 1991 oh so it was two years before this yeah. which makes sense he's supposed to be playing a high school student um but it also has quill wheaton and i love quill wheaton all right <laughs> Um, Jared, how old do you think Ned Beatty was when he played Daniel Rudiger, the f- senior? <laughs> thinking, thinking, thinking. I'm doing math on it because he uh, just died, right? Yeah, uh, he did. 46. Matt? Back then. Uh, I don't know. What do you have? Like 20 kids? Uh, let's say he was for 40 no how which one which one was rudy in the group of children that they had well in the real life he was the third of 14 but they yeah i'll just say 40 okay he was 46 jared two for two on the nose you're about to win both showcases (laughs) you get the camper and the trip (laughs) (laughs) i always love it when like some like 80 year old woman ends up getting like a moped or something like (laughs) It's like the best. A pair of anyway. She's <laughs> <laughs> recently widowed. <laughs> <laughs> now what? Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh my god, that's funny. All right, Jared, how old do you think Charles S. Dutton, who played Fortune, was when he was in this movie? Uh, 41. Ooh. Yeah. I would imagine this guy was like 37. He was only 32. Yeah. He seemed like a young, but yeah. I know. I'm, yeah. He, I I thought he would have been way older. Is how old is the guy we keep confusing him with? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, (laughs) Lauren, Lauren. Yeah. I almost said Lawrence Fishburne, and that's not even the same guy. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, that's pretty much it. I mean, okay. there are other people, but we get it. Um, yeah. yeah, 
Nice job, everybody, on that one. Let's pull up the next theme song. Oh, next wait, song. John LaFarve. I forgot, or uh, Fe- not LaFarve, Favreau. Uh, Favreau. <laughs> uh, Favreau. Yeah. Real chance. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, Jared. How old do you think he was when he played D-Bob? Uh, 24. Ooh, uh, Sorry, can you say that again? You cut out. Okay. He said 24. Matt? It cut out again on my end, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's go with 28. Yeah, he was 27. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, I loved I loved him on Friends. I don't know if you guys watched Friends at all, but he is Monica's boyfriend, and he's super rich, and then he wants to become an MMA fighter. It's just so great. He's amazing. He's always been such like a stocky, thick guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he just seems like yeah. tough to tip over. Like, like well, and now he's you know he's been in a ton of Avenger movies and and uh, Marvel movies and stuff, and I just them all right. Like he's I don't know like, huge director now. Yeah. I think he is smoking hot. I think that Vince Vaughn is, was smoking hot too. So that's just, that's just and, then Be- and then Beatty, man, did he get my, did, when I, yeah, he really pumps my ass when I, when I think about him squealing like a pig. Oh my So for you guys that haven't watched Deliverance, you, I mean, you should, but you shouldn't. Yeah, maybe don't. Put that on your list. There you go, Mandy. <laughs> I only I I would never have watched that, but I had to watch it in a film class that I took in, in college. And um yeah, and I had heard wow. about it, you know, the near 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 near, you know, I heard all about it, but then actually watching it and especially in a classroom full of kids that were like 15 years younger than me, I was like, "Oh my god, this sucks." <laughs> it was a successful movie though, right? Like people think it's a good movie, I think. Um, it's very it's good. Very, it's just very jarring the movie itself. All right, uh, let's yes. move along. We've got more games coming down the pipeline here. What do we did? We've done that one and this one. Here we go. Let's play the next song. This one's uh, provided to us by someone very familiar. <laughs> I can't Who's that sound? Uh, I adjusted did the volume. Did you hear that sound? Ooh. I love your uh in the, in the <laughs> We need that live. That's the thing. All right. We should have just had you sing it live. That would have been incredible. <laughs> All right. It is time for us to play What's That Sound? I'm going to confess right off the bat that this one was very difficult to find a sound. Yeah. I bet. Just like, you know, a crowd happening or football happening. And it's like, which, which time was someone getting tackled? Because it just needs to be more specific than that. So I did pull two clips and they're both uh, kind of One's very easy and one's a little more difficult. So we'll start with the easy one and we'll see what happens. Here we go. What's ha- Oh, this is where you tell me what's happening on screen during this sound. Well, that's when they start clapping for Rudy. Uh, <laughs> when, though? I need you to be more specific. Uh, Which slow clap was When that? he shows up at practice because he was going to quit because he didn't get to dress for the last game. That was the slow clap at practice. Yes, that is correct. Mm-hmm. Very good, very good. All right, moving along for our next sound. This one's a little more difficult. Let's see what we can come up with here. That's when Coach is watching film. 
That is. Yeah, he's reviewing tape. Good job. Yeah, I was like, oh, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, can we just... <laughs> it sounded like a printer. Yeah. The one I've had in my head since I was watching it is Fortune is out dicking around in the football field with something and it's like, tink, 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 tink. Oh, and I was okay. like, remember that one, but you didn't pull it. I did the so same thing when he rips the paper, when he like crumples up the paper and rips it off the wall. I was like, oh, I wonder if Matt's going to take that one just because there's nothing like, yeah, you had no, yeah, Most no option with like very orchestral background music. And I was like, how am I supposed to pull a clip out of this? And then or just a lot of dialogue covered over most of the activity that was happening if it wasn't just football. But all right, that was the end of that game. What's that sound? Let's move along to the next game. This one gets a little more interesting. Here's the theme song provided by listener Stacy. First Matt plays a backwards clip, then he plays some forward clips. Then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same. Backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. Let's play, let's play backwards, forwards. Uh, I would venture to say the most informative of all of our uh, <laughs> kind of tells us that really sets it up for us ahead of time. But I'll give us a little rundown too, just in case people are listening in for the first time. What I'm about to do is play a forward <laughs> phrase from this movie said by one of the actors in the film, uh, and I'm going to flip it around backwards. So I'm going to be playing a word, words in reverse. It all it sounds like you would imagine it sounds. But here's the the game of it. I'm going to then take four more phrases by that same actor playing them forward, and you need to tell me which one is the backward phrase. I'm going to play the backward one a bunch of times in a row. This one is very, it, it sounds really fun for me. I really enjoy this one backwards. It's great. Uh, so I'm going to play that one a bunch of times in a row, and then I'll just stop it all together, and then we'll start over again. So here we go. Okay, so that was the okay. reverse. <laughs> It sounds like it sounds like a mountain person with a, a daughter named Nanette, <laughs> and she. Need... <laughs> it sounds like a deaf person with a British accent, like, <laughs> which is impossible. But <laughs> it's not impossible. Well, I, yeah, I guess if they had once heard, I'm talking from birth. <laughs> never heard a British accent, and somehow they still pulled it off. Here we go. Oh my god. So you're you're going to hear the backward Sorry. part and then a series of forward phrases, and you tell me which one it is. Ready? Here we go. Gave them four scholarships. Whoever is still standing, we have 95 players. Leave them right here. And was it one, <laughs> two, three, or four? I can play it again if you need to. <laughs> no, that's to do. Uh, the second, the second one. <laughs> Number two. The second one. Yeah. I'm gonna say no, I'm gonna say number four. Number four. Okay, I'm gonna play it one more time. Four scholarships. Whoever is still standing, we have 95 players. Leave them right here. It was number two. Yeah. just your room. Nanette, clean your room. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Um, very good. <laughs> it was number two. Nice job, Jared. Mandy, I don't know where you were at, but nice job also. I heard an N in the beginning. And like, and, you know, Nanette, and, and I don't know, Shavroon. I, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> All right. That's the end of that one. And that I just want to say this game was so fucking stupid. Oh, it's the worst. It's so dumb. It's the best. It's like the worst, but it's like the best. And it's so fun for me to watch someone work through the process. <laughs> First of all, for anyone we have on the show that's never heard of the game before and is totally unaware, uh, we get some people on that, like, I don't know what it is about comedians, but they have a general, like, 
competitive sort of nature about them. They really enjoy getting these, these answers correct. There are literally zero stakes. Nothing is on the line. Nobody wins anything, but they're just like, okay, I'm really, really listening into this backward phrase to try to figure this out. And, you know, people have different... Uh, yeah, they for sure get down on themselves yeah. in, during our games when they don't do well sometimes. I just, I just like to hear people's different techniques, you know? They're like, oh, and, focus on the background music. I could really, I could hear it there, you know? And half the time, it's movies that they just watch for the first time. So it's like, really, like, you yeah. just give yourself a break. Except for this game, it requires, like, no amount of, like, watching the right. movie. Yeah, you're just as likely to know this if you've never heard anyone ever speak. You can. Although Jared kicked ass, way to go, buddy! You totally got it. <laughs> this might be our new rips to Lundy. The new T-shirt. Oh, and then I wanted to play the the actual speech that that was from too. Uh, I think. Is it didn't you already play it? Oh, did I play it? Was that the one? Yeah, I think you did. That's the pre, isn't that the pre, um, oh, like the, oh, when no. he's telling. Uh, you all know what you have to do. Remember. No, this isn't the right one. No one. And I mean, no one comes into our house and pushes us around. It's true. This is your yeah. game now, gentlemen. He's your, your so uninspiring. Right, it's very true. Super <laughs> milk toast, sort of like, hey man, we are all here for the same reason. Let's go all do it at the same time. <laughs> for you seniors out there, you're not gonna do it ever again. So good. <laughs> right. I could be a coach. This is awesome. This is good. <laughs> uh, so We've covered uh, the games, right? We've finished all the games. Yeah. Oh, nice job, everybody involved with the games and the theme songs. Very good. Matt, we never asked you, what's your favorite sports movie? Oh, uh, A League of Their Own. One of the, like, mm -hmm. just one of the faux quasi-sports related movies, stuff like that, you know? Uh, I just, oh, there'll never be a better line than when uh, John Lovitz goes, if I had your job, I'd kill myself. And he's like, ah, you hang out over there. I'll go try to round up a gun. And then he's like, yeah. I love it. It's the greatest <laughs> moment in cinematic history. Okay. What were you going to say, Jared? Uh, I just remembered the movie Airborne, the rollerblading movie. Do you know okay. that one? Oh, yes. I loved that movie. So huge. Yeah, Jack Black's in that movie, which is crazy. Do you remember him? Yeah. Do you remember Jack Black being in that? Cool. Yeah. You can call me a bra, bro. Did <laughs> <laughs> he just call me a bra? <laughs> i i seriously have not seen that movie in forever we should totally do it though because that was a big one for me yeah i wonder if i'm gonna think the guy is as hot as i did when i was younger probably not i always hear probably. people talking about that like gleaming the cube game yes uh, movie and i just i i think that passed by me completely oh gleaming the cube with christian slater is yeah. amazing it's like an action skateboard <laughs> so amazing yeah. i love it for sure all right there's the for sure again <laughs> do, you, do you have any clips like football clips uh, of like actual football play right so like at the, <clears> end, <throat> at the end of the movie they do they have a pick six right and the announcer that's calling the game is calling the action while it's happening so the guy intercepts the ball and he's running to the end zone and the announcer is like 
and the defenseman moves unmolested to the end zone. And I'm like, that's pretty inappropriate for a Catholic football game. I enjoy the fact that he just didn't mention the fact that the rest of them had been unmolested, which makes me think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one, guys. This guy successfully when, made it to the end zone without being touched inappropriately. When he <laughs> says that, all the priests perk up like, oh, fresh meat. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> All right. So we've made it through to the end of the movie. Did we miss anything? Is there anything you wanted to talk about that we did not talk about? Um, Pertaining to this movie, I guess. (laughs) No, (laughs) No, I'm just happy to see you guys again. (laughs) Same Z's. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. So we've talked about all of the movie things. The next part is this is how we kind of gauge your thoughts on this film going forward. (laughs) We need to ask this question, but Jared, will you watch this movie again? Probably not. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, all right. Uh, Mandy, moving on. Uh, will you? Watch yeah, I will. I think okay. I will. Sure, and of course, for me, there is a negatory. There was no reason <laughs> for me to watch it in the first place. I'm glad I watched it, it was fun. I'm glad I revisited it, uh, and now I know forever that I don't need to watch this movie again. Uh, so but I would recommend anybody listening in who still ha- who made it this far in the podcast and still hasn't seen it, you know what? If you got an extra spare two hours. It's a fall day outside. You know, you feel like you're in a football mood. Go grab some, uh, I don't know, hot. Go grab some Rudy. Yeah, go grab some. That's, what the, that's what the priest in Notre Dame wanted to do, too. <laughs> go grab some football ass and watch this film. That would be He's got great. a little body and a big set. <laughs> that's the next uh-huh. That's our shirt. Little body, big sack. On the back, it just says big sack. <laughs> um, so that brings us to the end, I guess. Uh, that means uh, we're looking for any sort of plugs, anything you've got going on in the real world, Jared? Uh, so right now um, I'm running an open mic in Portage. Um, September it's happening on the 14th, which is a Tuesday, and then on the 30th, which is a Thursday, at uh, Traveler's Cafe and Pub in front of the airport on Portage Road in Portage. Um, and then on October 2nd, which is a Saturday, we've got our first pro show there. Um, Dave Welfare is headlining. Nice. Nice. Um, Joe Elder and Hunter Miles are co-featuring. And nice. Nicole Miles is opening. All of them have been on the show. So that's amazing. I love it. Very yeah, good. they've all been on the show. And uh, those three except Dave have all been to my mic before. So like... <laughs> Uh, I'll pay you to come do it again. Thanks. There you go. <laughs> That's your motivation to go out and do those open mics. Everybody who's listening in. Uh, yeah, no shit. Right. Sign up for my mic, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Mandy, do you have anything you want to point people toward in the real world? Uh, just go out and see some local comedy. Yeah, you know. There you go. Yeah, sure. Uh, also, yeah, Jared, those places uh, have Facebook pages too, right? Like you have. Yeah, I've got. The the laughter layover at Travelers is a Facebook page. Okay, so go check out and the laughter layover at Travelers. Kalamazoo Comedy, like always. Yeah, yep. Find information there, and then yeah, just go find uh, Kalamazoo Comedy. You can find all the information about all the shows coming up around the area. Uh, for us, if you want to get more in depth with the show, you want to learn more stuff about it, go to Facebook, uh, like us there. You can participate, like I said, in the question of the day. Uh, we may read your responses during the podcast if you're into that sort of thing. So. Uh, check us out there. You can find us on Instagram where we post every week a uh, the poster from the film that we're doing. We take out the star's face and we add in the face of our guest for the week. So 
Uh, Jared, look forward to having your face superimposed over top of Sean Aston uh, on the cover of Rudy. Whoop, whoop. That's coming down the line here pretty soon, right? Yeah. Uh, and check out all the previous ones, too. There's a lot of fun ones in there. Uh, and then uh, otherwise, you can reach us via email if you're still into that sort of thing. We did get an email just recently. And in fact, this podcast, this episode was recommended to us by somebody via email. So we do look at them. We do respond and listen. So check us out there. It's another episode podcast at gmail.com if you want to tell us what we did right, what we did wrong, or what we should do different. Uh, otherwise, I guess that's pretty much it. I do finally, or I do find it necessary to play a clip at the end to get me just to stop talking uh, and, and let this thing fade away. But before I do that, I do want to thank you, Jared, one more time for being on the show. Yes, it was so nice to see you. Yes, very, very good. Thank you for being on. I do apologize for all of the... Uh, audio and technical issues we had up front, but hopefully those things fixed themselves in the process. And tonight, the final clip is gonna sound like this. Chasing a stupid dream causes nothing but you and everyone around you heartache. That's it, words to live Oh, lovely way to end, Matt. Give up, son. Jesus. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, go listen to more episodes. Go, go hug your fathers. <laughs> Good night.